Good morning, good morning, good morning, and happy Monday to everyone. This is the Real Talk with Sam podcast series. I am your host, Samantha, and let's get started. All right, okay, so we're going to talk about today, we are going to talk about an old saying, a very, very well-known old saying. Now, this old saying that we're going to kind of dive into a little bit is called, well, not called, but it's said that practice makes perfect, right? So we've probably heard that our entire lives, oh, practice makes perfect. This is why you have to practice because practice makes perfect, which is actually a very, very true statement. So for all my fellow college students, whether you're an undergrad, grad, and those who are going for their PhDs, this topic was actually inspired by all of us. Like me thinking about y'all, you know, and studying for finals, you know, and how painful that is. (laughs) But the title of this episode um, is called Repetition and an Old Saying. So the old saying is what I said before, practice makes perfect. So, and what does practice require? Some degree of repetition of something, right? And when you're, you know, like when you're perfecting your craft, developing your talents, getting your skills together for a job, you know, that requires some degree of repetition. And repetition is basically um, the reoccurrence of an event or an action, right? So I have a few tips for you guys today because as you know, depending on whatever you're going for or whatever you're doing that requires repetition in order to perfect it, Sometimes it can get tedious. Sometimes it can get hard. Sometimes it can get just plain old flat out boring. So what I have for y'all, the first tip I have for y'all is if whatever you're doing is boring or becomes boring, associate it with something that you like or better yet, something that you love. So this tip was actually inspired by, um, well, I learned it from a Netflix series that I watched. It's relatively new. So see, like there's there's a, there's some benefits to binge watching stuff. So, but the only way you benefit from it is when you take the time out to actually really let whatever lessons are in that series or movie really sink in, you know, from whatever you're watching. So in my case, I learned this lesson from the show, Mr. Iglesias. And it's based on Gabriel Iglesias as a teacher at a high school, right? I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but it is very, very good. And I really, really hope and pray that they're working on the second uh, second season because the first season was bomb. Like, there were points in that series where I was actually like, wow. Like, if I could go back and tell my old high school self this, it may have been a little bit different. But anyway, um, it's a really good series. It really shows, like, Gabriel Iglesias' delivery on it was just really, really good. I highly recommend that. I highly recommend that um, that series. So, the long story short, there's a particular episode that comes to mind when I um, when I think about this topic, repetition and and um, practice makes perfect. So there was an episode where they were preparing for the um, it's called the athletic decathlon in the in the in the show. I'm not sure if it's a real thing, but sounds pretty legit so um anyway so they were preparing for it and they had to go through extensive studying sessions together it got to a point where they had to even meet outside um of school because there was a strike going on amongst the teachers and a strike of course you know once you go on strike you're not doing you're no longer a teacher while the strike is going on so 
he literally took every other avenue he could possibly do to help his students prepare for the academic decathlon, mainly because he believed that they could do it even though the odds were stacked against them. And that is something that a lot of us who have seen ourselves as underdogs over the years have come across and have experienced, right? So, you know, whether you're doing something, um, whether you're doing something that really, really just inspires you or you're passionate about, it's going to get boring at some point. And I could, I could um, associate this perfectly with my experience in high school because um, as some of you know, and as some of you may not know, I went to a performing arts high school where my major, quote unquote, was vocal performance music. And um, as part of our um, curriculum, we had to learn music with the piano. We had to learn how to read music. We had to learn how to do chords. We had to learn all of that stuff. That was part of our curriculum as music students. And it required extensive practice, extensive training. We had to do vocal warm-ups every morning. We had to do, um, we had to go over songs. We had to stop and pause and go over certain parts of a song if it wasn't right, if the harmony wasn't coming together correctly, and if there was somebody that wasn't singing the the um, the notes right, we would stop until it was corrected and then move on. So even though the song could be a very lovable song, even if I love the song, the fact that we had to repeat it so much in order for it to be perfect or as close to perfect as possible, it made it a little boring, it made it a little tedious because there was more work involved. So anytime, again, anytime that something becomes boring or just repetitive and you just can't stand it anymore, associate it with something that you like or better yet, something you love. So um, continuing with that episode, what um, Mr. Iglesias did for the students is this. They were, according to like, I guess society standards, they weren't exactly the brightest bunch. There was only one girl in the class that was the smartest out of them all. But what Mr. Iglesias did to help them remember things that, he, that they needed to know for the decathlon is, they, is he associated facts of history with what they actually enjoyed. So one of the students um, loved wrestling. So he associated one of um, the historical facts that he needed to know with a wrestling match with two wrestlers. That is how he used um, what he loved to actually help him remember, hey, this is what it is. And with somebody else, he used food. And with somebody else, he used football. So that is something, that is how he used something that you love to help you remember something or help you perfect something. So I really want you guys to keep that in mind. Okay, so again, number one, if it's boring, associate it with something you love or something that you like. Okay, moving on to number two. When you start to get tired, remember to take that five and remind yourself that it's within your reach. So what often happens is, I'm, I know this from personal experience, sometimes I really need a break. Sometimes I really need to take that five, but the problem is with me personally, sometimes I take that five and stretch it to like 15 minutes, 30, 35, 45, 55 minutes. And next thing you know, I don't waste four hours taking that break. But really all you need is that five minutes to kind of regroup take a breath and then come back to it, right? So remember to take that five. That 
take five is actually very much needed. It is needed, especially when you're doing something for hours, you're doing something like with so much, you're spending so much energy on whatever it is you're doing. You really need to take that five sometimes, okay? And remind yourself that it's within reach. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean is tell yourself that you can do it. You can do it, you got this. Like no matter how crazy the whole premise of what you're doing is, um, I mean, whatever you're going for, no matter how far-fetched it may seem to somebody else, this is you and you've made a decision to go after something. So whatever it is, tell yourself, remind yourself, I don't care how crazy you look, even if it's in the middle of the street and you say, you know what? I got this. I can do it. Remind yourself that you can do it. Okay. Because at the end of the day, it's just you and you, and you are going to be the one that says, you know what? It's me in this. It's nobody else but me, God, and that's it. So if you're going to go for it, put go full throttle, go full force. Okay. So there's a lot of old sayings besides practice makes perfect. But there's another one that says, believe in yourself. And yes, I know that sounds super cliche and it might sound like, you know, ear scratching to some of you. And in a way it was to me too, but it's true. And if I could submit a newer version of that, repeatedly believe in yourself. Repeatedly say that I believe in myself until you actually believe it. Even if you say you believe in yourself and you don't quite believe in yourself all the way just yet, repeat it until you do. Like whatever it takes for you to go what after, go whatever you're go for whatever you're going after. Repeat it until you believe it. Repeat it until you believe in yourself. Okay, so let me just go over the two steps again. Remember, number one, if it's boring, associate it with something that you like, or better yet, something that you love. Number two, when you start to get tired, take that five. Remember to take that five. It is important and it is needed to get yourself back together. And remind yourself that it's within reach, that you can do it, that you will do it. All right, so that's all I got for you guys this morning. Don't forget to press the subscribe button, share with your family, your friends, your Aunt Sue and your Uncle Lou. I greatly appreciate everyone's support. So I'm gonna sign off now. Everyone have a great and blessed and productive Monday and I will see you guys next week.